Let us open the worship of God this morning by turning to Matthew 13. Matthew chapter 13. We often turn to this portion of Scripture in order to show why the Lord Jesus Christ spoke in parables. Because he explains why. So that the multitudes of people, especially the Jewish leadership, would not understand him. And he would have to convert them. Language that is entirely foreign to most pulpits and uh, Christians. They, they have no clue as to why Jesus spoke in parables. A parable is a riddle. A parable is a proverb. A parable is obscure metaphorical language that needs explanation. And yet Jesus spoke in parables. His disciples pulled him aside in Matthew chapter 13 and asked him in verse 10, why do you speak to them in parables? Implying the people don't understand you. Would you just make it simple and easy for them to understand? Please, Lord, why are you doing this? We've got a great crowd here and you're speaking in parables. And they ask, verse 10. And he explains to them, I speak in parables because I don't want them to know the truth. I don't want their eyes to see, I don't want them to hear, I don't want them to understand, and I don't want to convert them. The average Christian does not even know that such language is in the Bible. They went to a Sunday school someplace where the teacher taught them that Jesus spoke in parables in order to make things easy for the common person to understand. They explained that a parable is an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. None of that is true. A parable is a riddle. And until it's explained, you don't know what exactly is being taught. That's why we usually come to Matthew 13, but we're here today for verse 17. As the Lord Jesus explained to the fishermen that he had gathered around him, not seminary graduates, but fishermen and tax collectors, that they were very blessed, and you, my brethren, are very blessed. And I am very blessed with you. Matthew 13, 17. For verily, I say unto you, that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which ye see, and have not seen them, and to hear those things which ye hear, and have not heard them. These fishermen that were with the Lord Jesus Christ, His disciples, His apostles, They saw the Son of God. They saw the Son of God filled with the Holy Ghost. They saw the Son of God performing stupendous miracles and one after another healing all manner of disease and devil possession that were brought to Him. They saw the Son of God glorified by God's power in Him, on Him, and through Him. They got to hear the Lord Jesus Christ preach. And Jesus points out, Many prophets, Abel, Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Moses, David, Malachi, many prophets had desired to see these things and had not seen them. Many had desired to hear these things and had not heard them. But these fishermen from Galilee were seeing and were hearing They were exalted in God's choice above all those illustrious prophets of the Old Testament. And so are you this morning. 
we are on this side of the cross, we have been given an understanding, and those that have preached the gospel to us for 2,000 years now have reported to us the facts that fulfill all the prophecies of the Old Testament. We are blessed. We have come inside these four walls because in this place are revealed to us the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. A mystery is not a mystery to us as the word is used in the Bible. It's a mystery to the natural man. The natural men do not know these things about the Son of God. That's why they crucified Him when He was here in this world. And they don't know about what's coming. They don't know what the future is. We know the future is God's going to give us a new universe. New heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness, and we shall be with Him forever and ever. Look at back at verse 16. Blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. But those many prophets and those righteous men that came before you in the previous dispensation before John the Baptist, they wanted to see these things. They knew that the seed of the woman was coming. They knew that the seed of Abraham was coming. They knew that the son of David was coming. But they didn't know when, and they didn't know the details. We know both. We live on the other side of it. Every time you sign one of your checks, do you use a number like 2014? What does 2014 stand for? 2014 years after Jesus Christ, the whole world acknowledges that He came. The dividing of time is by the Lord Jesus Christ. We know the timing and we know the details. We are blessed. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be Thy great name. We bless and we praise Thee. We thank Thee, Heavenly Father, in Thy providential mercies toward us that You have chosen that we would be born on this side of the cross of Calvary, that we can look back and know the perfect timing, that we can look back and see and know all the details of the Lord of glory. We thank You that You have given us an understanding. We are blessed. Our eyes see The eye of faith sees and the ear of faith hears the great things that you did through Jesus Christ, your Son and our Lord. We bless thee, Heavenly Father, for this tremendous advantage and blessing that you have given us that you did not give your own prophets and righteous men on the other side of the cross. O Lord, we are thankful this day. Heavenly Father, we are thankful that in your providential kindness to your church in the very beginning, you raised up men like Enoch and Abraham in order to be prophets to your church that would declare things to come, that would declare things about the Lord Jesus Christ, though given obscurely, we're thankful for them. But we're thankful to live on this side where you raised up men like the apostles of the Lord Jesus Christ, including our beloved brother Paul and our beloved brother Peter, who were able to take those scriptures and show us their fulfillment in the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank thee, Lord of heaven and earth. Our ears are blessed. Our eyes are blessed. Not only have you given us regenerating power, within so that our eyes and our ears and our hearts and our minds 
are prepared and we have a new man, but you have also brought us beautiful feet that have preached the gospel to us and have reported to us the things, the facts of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are so blessed and we thank and praise Thee. Heavenly Father, we're thankful to be on this side of the cross where the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven is a permanent indweller in our hearts. We thank Thee that we have the permanent gift of the Holy Spirit. And we pray that by that Spirit this day, our hearts and our minds will be lifted up in the things of the Lord and that we will understand what is before us on the printed pages of Scripture and that we will, with conviction and power, go out of this place to live victorious Christian lives for You, mortifying our flesh and feeding our new man and putting him on daily that the world might see our good works and glorify our Father which is in heaven. Oh, Father, we are thankful for these things. And we pray that this day, in every pulpit, where men that the Lord Jesus Christ has called stand in sincerity and in truth, that they will preach boldly and plainly and passionately and persuade hearers to understand and to obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, open eyes and ears of their hearers that your sheep, your saints, your children will be taught this day and fed with knowledge and understanding by these pastors you have sent them. Heavenly Father, let the word of the Lord, let the gospel of Jesus Christ have free course and be glorified this day. Here and everywhere else where it is preached in spirit and in truth. Forgive us our sins. Save our nation. We are thankful for it and we pray for our rulers. We thank Thee for our daily bread and we pray that You will continue it. We thank You for Your loving kindness and mercies toward us and we pray that they will continue. We pray for the spread of your kingdom. And we pray that you will raise up more ministers to preach your gospel. Amen. Heavenly Father, we pray that as we draw nigh to thee this day, you will draw nigh to us. Right. We pray that you will unite all of our hearts together, that we will with one heart and one mind and one mouth glorify you this day. And we pray that within each of us, you will unite our hearts, lest we be of a double heart and a double mind, and thus displease Thee. Unite our hearts to fear Thy name. Heavenly Father, we're thankful to be in Your house. We're thankful that because it seemed good in Thy sight, You have saved us and sent the Lord Jesus Christ for us. And that you have given us your word in our language, inspired and preserved. Show it to us this day. And we'll rejoice in the good things that you have in store for your children. Some of which have already been poured out 2,000 years ago. And we are looking forward to seeing the rest of them when we are with you forever in heaven. In Jesus' name, we commit ourselves and these assemblies to you. Amen.